I'm beating Put your headphones on for. How many what? Headphones. Can, can you hear? hear? No, I'm asking, can you hear or is it? I hear you, but it's faint. But it's. Noise canceling? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's noise canceling. That's peace. These broken pieces together. We are live. This is episode five, Fumble Podcast. All uh, right, we got my awesome cousin here from Maryland. She's all the way here. She flew here, and uh, she's staying with us. And she's allergic to cats, and we have three of them. She's basically been crying ever since she's been here. I thought it was because she missed me, but no, that's not it. Yeah. It's Naz, everyone. What's up, Naz? Hi. You want me to call you by full name or Naz is fine? Whatever works. Nassim? I had not heard you call me Nassim since I, I was a kid. So I don't know I'll go with Naz. <laughs> Naz, Naz. Other than the annoying cats that are ruining your eyes. How's your time here? It's nice. It's good to see all my family. You like how our speed has 17 miles per hour? That is the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen. I actually never noticed that until you mentioned it. Sorry, I tried to airplane mode it, but it didn't That's work. okay. This is a boring podcast. Most of my guests get on their phones too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, 17 miles per hour. I don't even know how they came up with that. Yeah, it's like around a circle. I don't know. 18 was too lethal, <laughs> I guess. You either say 20 or you say 15. Yeah. Why is it so random? Have you seen those uh, um, speed limits? Or uh, No, it's like no no littering on the on the freeway. Or Where they say like $1,000 fine? But it's not 1000 It's like a specific number. It's like $1,000 and like... It's like really? Yeah, it's like $1,000 and $1,004 and or something like that. It's like, no, how I haven't did you come up that. with the... With me for that's like the sign. Where is it that I have a sign for Ocean City in California? Yeah, it's. I don't know where it is. Yeah, wait, have you seen that yet? Yeah. You saw it here? Yeah, I saw the Ocean City one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cute. Um, that was one of the first things I saw when I moved here. From really? Yeah. Where is it here? It's on. It's on Highway 80. Hmm. Um, wait, you said you did see it. Yeah, but I don't remember oh, wait, where don't exactly. Know. Your eyes were probably still from the cats. That's bad. It's like every house we go to too has one. The only house that doesn't have one is under construction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my parents' house. I know. Yeah, my parents' house is under construction. Um, Yeah, they don't have any pets. Uh, Yeah, Pega has a cat. We have cats. We have three. And then uh, Negar's house doesn't have a cat. They don't have any pets either. Um, so yeah, so you are here visiting, love to have you here. So we're just going to chat about different things, including this puzzle that was your idea. You're almost done with it. Yeah, it was only 500 pieces. Whose idea was it to put these in groups? Me, they're all cut the same. It's so annoying. Wait, it's your idea? I thought Pyam told you. Well, I, it's funny. I actually put it on my story. And then I got so fed up with them that I put them in piles. And yeah. then I went back on Instagram and Pam was like, oh, just put them in piles. Yeah. It's like, ah. Pam is her cousin and one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Missy Boy. He hasn't been here in so long. Yeah, he came. Not too long ago, no? Yeah. It feels like a long time. It always feels like a long time. You know, if you want to know something funny, when I, he met me and Shada in, like, in the Dublin area, like the area. And I, I picked him up, the Shader's car, and then I backed up into a money money truck. A money truck? You, you seen those money trucks? Oh, like the armored cars? The armored cars. Uh-huh. I'm like, how dumb can I be? Like? It's <laughs> literally, like, as soon as you look at the rear view mirror, you see it. I, like, just literally knocked into it. It's got nervous like that. <laughs> I know. Time makes me nervous. Shader was pissed, of course. 
Anyway, now I get that card, and she gets a nice one. Thank you, girl. <laughs> so, uh, how are you liking it in the West Coast? I like it. You've come here before with your parents. Yeah. Sisters. First, first time alone. Time. It's the first time you're here with seeing your family on your own. Yeah, that's true. I did come and avoid you guys before. You're not allowed to be an adult yet. Ah, uh, that's okay. I can backtrack. <laughs> what about um? What have you liked so far? And tomorrow we're going hiking. That was your idea too. That was my. You idea. realize no one's family hikes. Here They're like, before. oh, I was making a whole plan. I was like, I just wanted to go on a walk. You're like, can we go hiking? And then I just want to do boxing. We haven't done any of those. <laughs> boxing hasn't happened, and then hiking is gonna happen. But you'll probably be disappointed. That's okay. I box enough back home. I don't need to be here too. I just kind of wanted to go and be nosy. No, that's fine. Hiking. I, I don't mind hiking from time to time. Hiking's fine. Yeah. There are better trails, though, in the Bay Area. Like, if we drive out, like, maybe a couple hours, mm -hmm. there's a lot of hills there. Oh, so we're going to drive out a couple hours? Uh, <laughs> you realize if I go and then, like, don't want to go that way. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's fine. Uh, we're going, though, like, I think an hour away. So it's a nice area. Um, and they have a nice seafood there. Mm. You like seafood? No. So you're gonna love this. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> no, mind I don't care it. for seafood either. I just like. I don't like fish. I don't like really? fishy tastes. But you like shrimp? Yeah, I like shrimp. I'm the opposite. You like fish? I like yeah, I like like salmon mm. or tilapia, but I don't care for shrimp. Those only two, I feel like they're okay. I don't like any like whatever other fishes there are. Do you like, cal like calamari and stuff? Yeah. You do? I do. Calamari is good. What's the one? Is that, is that eel? No, it's octopus. Oh, calamari is octopus? Or squid. Or, oh. I don't I, know, actually. I, I think it's octopus. It so which which one is eel? Then? Eel? There's like a name for it that's like not eel. I thought. <laughs> it's that's not calamari. I my seafood. If Kyan was here right now, he would educate us because he loves his seafood. He just knows everything about everything. It doesn't even matter if he likes it or not. That's true. He's like a one-man encyclopedia. Literally. Yeah. So any differences you've noticed from uh, Maryland area, UMBC area, mm. to Sacramento, California? There's sunlight here. <laughs> okay, you guys aren't like, <laughs> you guys aren't like in a cave. Not always, but I feel like the weather's so unstable there, as soon as you get a tiny bit of sun, then it's gone. Yeah. Well, I, I get that. Especially during this time. Yeah. Yeah. How cold was it there? When you... It was about the same temperature, actually. But you guys get... Did you guys get snow there recently? Yeah. yeah. We got, like, three days of snow. Like, heavy snow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in 96, you weren't born yet. We had such a bad snowstorm in Maryland that... We got stuck at my aunt's house for like a day and a half. We couldn't leave. What aunt? Huh? Like our car was like, wouldn't move. No, no, I said what aunt? Oh, my mom's sister. Mm -hmm. The older one, not much. Mm -hmm. We were over there and then, <laughs> and then uh, Baron came with his then girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And he made a, they walked in the snow from his house all yeah. the way to, and that wasn't a, like, they lived a good distance even with car. Away, but he, he like decided to walk because you know he's like Rambo in real life. Yeah. <laughs> he's like always, he's always like trying to like hack you. Is so, I love him though, man. Like he always, he'd always go exercise. He's like the only uncle I had that like cared about the like workout stuff that I cared about. Yeah, your dad does too, but to a degree, he's all into football and stuff. That's it. Yeah. He's so obsessed with football. Yeah. He's good. He, he knows the game, though, so. Yeah, he does. He was, like, arguing with... Um, Who's that? What's his name? Elmo's boyfriend's son. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I haven't even met that guy. Like, yeah. his son. He was like, football is so much better to watch than soccer. Oh, he always makes that like, argument. Oh, okay. Always. That's... And then he plays soccer himself. Yeah. He's so annoying. <laughs> he just wants to. And the sheer moves every Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a funny story. The sheer story. Okay. Sheer is basically a milkshake. 
But a banana milkshake. Banana milkshake. Shiro's literally translate to milk banana. Milk banana, yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. It is. It's just milk and banana ice, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would. I used when I was living with you guys. I I go. So to give some background, I lived with you and your family when you were still living at the house in Maryland, Woodbine. I was. Uh, this 2011, 2012. And your dad would always go play soccer every Wednesday and Sunday. Oh, yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. That was a very impressive jump. Yeah, they love jumping on our uh, furniture and then proceed to scratch it. And then I just start to lose hair. Oh, that one was a good jump. Yeah, he doesn't scratch as much. The other one does, though. Mm. Anyway, yeah, so, like, we'd go play. Your dad would always go play soccer on Sunday mornings. And then, so I would go with him like occasionally. And then, so I go, this one time I woke, I woke up and I went with him and he's like, he's like, oh, we have to get the, our, our banana milkshake. And we didn't have any milk or banana, but we still had a shake and I had no idea what was in it. All I saw him put in, in there was those sweet lemons. He put the, yeah, he put that in there. It. I'll be honest, it actually wasn't that bad. I, I thought it was good, but I don't know where he got milk from. There, wasn't, there was no milk in the fridge. He literally makes two things. One of them is shirbos, and the other one is abtonabi, which oh, is... Oh, so what is that, cantaloupe? Cantaloupe is the orange one. I think so. Or is it honeydew? No, honeydew is green. So yeah, it's cantaloupe. Yeah, I don't know, like Persian foods. They're not even Persian. Or whatever, the translation. Yeah. yeah. So cantaloupe. And then they mix that with, it's like ice, cantaloupe, and that's it, that's it right? That's actually just, good, though. I don't like it. You don't like that? Just, there's like there's a handful of things that he, the only things he makes and enjoys that he just force feeds you. One is coconuts that he uses like a hammer and a screwdriver to open. It's pretty safe. All of our uncles use hammers for whatever they need. For household. Yeah, anything. Sure. It's... <laughs> Cucumbers, beets, I can't eat labu anymore either. Oh, uh, I don't like beets at all. I don't like beets. You know what's the worst is when they put it on the bottom of the rice. Ah. Like you get so excited like when it's tidy. Yeah. No, I don't like so that. So there's a thing we eat in Persian culture. It's like, it's the crispy part of rice. It's like the most popular part of rice. Like all the kids, the cousins will always like fight for that. Except when they use beets. I've never seen them use beets yeah, before. Yeah, it's like super, super like soggy. They're like, oh, we put the, the beets on this one. It's That's very, And I'm like, great, I'm going to McDonald's. <laughs> that reminds me of us of the, the Vegas trip. Oh, McDonald's my God. <laughs> yeah, let's oh. talk about that. Okay, so anyway, to wrap up the, the of like... Me living with you guys in 2012 yeah. and having milkshakes with no <laughs> banana or milk. Um, and then going to play soccer and, like, everybody's over 60 and, like, super. <laughs> and all of them are fob, too. And then they always argue, like, the most silly calls. Anyway, it's just very, very, like, macho. And, <laughs> and then I just go play and, like, I don't even care. And then I score a goal and they're like, wow, Pej, okay, Pej, you're getting good. I'm like, so I really don't play soccer. <laughs> Anyway, you take it so serious. Yeah, they take it so serious. For some daily. I feel like every community has that though. Like, that, so. like a group of like Middle Easterners just getting together, and then they always try to like outdo the other. Like, <laughs> if there's like multiple cultures there, which is beautiful if you look at it, because it's like it's kind of like unifying. But then when this, our uncles, like, they find a reason to argue that because <laughs> they want to prove that Persians are better at soccer than like. The, the Indians or the or the Pakistanis or the Afghans or some like or the Nigerians because I've seen them come to the South. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that was that was uh, our stint from 2012 to 2013, and then I I got out of there. That was a rough year and a half. That was yeah. Is that it felt like so much longer than that? I mean, it was a rough year and a half because. You went through some shit there. We don't have to get into it, though. 2012. Yeah. I just recall, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was some dark time. Yeah. There was. Yeah. And I was, like, ever since that, I started, like, learning about all that, like, when you started telling me about 
like some of the sad stories coming out of there. I was like, dude, you need to move to Cali. And then I moved back, and then <laughs> and then you were like, yeah, that would be so good. And then you never moved there. And then I went to college. You went to college, yep. Maryland. Yep. Where? Baltimore. Baltimore, yep. Where'd you, and you studied? Uh, I studied biology and German. This girl learned German. She's probably like one of the few Persians who's fluent in German. And so random. Lived in Germany. For no reason at all. <laughs> at like, all. You, what were your other options for language? Spanish, French, Chinese. All more useful languages. Well, not German is useful, but it's just... Everyone in Germany speaks English, though. That's so true, huh? But it's cool to say that you can speak it fluent. Yeah. I mean, going there and like you can you can be our tour guide. You can literally get us anywhere. I don't know how to speak a lick of German. I just know nine. I feel like everybody knows a little bit of German. There's so many cognates. I think we all know like one word in many languages. You just but... know what you see from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that was a good one. That was a good one. So now you, uh, you were saying about the weather, Sacramento versus uh, sun, the sunlight here. Mm-hmm. It's nice. We haven't even been to the like, nicer parts of Cali yet. I mean, you have, but not this trip. Not this trip, yeah. Yeah, yeah in general. But yeah, I mean, with COVID and all, how was the flight with COVID? Was it like, was that your first flight during COVID? The, well, this time last year I was in Miami coming back. Oh, and then it, it hit. It, everything shut down when I was in Miami. Oh my God. And Miami got hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were, everything, literally everything closed. So right, so when you were in Miami, it closed. Yeah, we had like three days of normal, yeah. and then everything closed. And we were just in our hotel the whole time. So wait, did you like, you guys, were you guys forced to stay in Miami? Or no, no, we could come back, thankfully. Yeah. But we were so scared about getting on a plane with everyone. Because, yeah. you know, the hype was fresh, and everyone like didn't really understand how it was being transmitted and yeah. stuff. It was like a movie. Yeah, it literally was. Like that movie Outbreak? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like. Felt- and we came home, we had Clorox wipes in our baggies and like double masked up, like so ready. And we started, we like Windexed our whole, or not Windex, we went Clorox, Clorox wiped yeah. our entire seat down. And then some guy walked past and he's like, I don't think you can get COVID through your ass. And that was time. I was like, okay, well. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's there's a lot of people who, are, who didn't take it seriously in the beginning. Yeah. Some people still don't take it seriously. Um, but anyway, just take some research, I guess, to, to see that it was... It's like the Spanish flu, right? You know Spanish flu is worse? Mm-hmm. But this feels like hell. But, like, I mean, at the be- especially when it was, like, at its peak. Yeah. Like I mean, we're fighting it more, be- so... Better. Yeah. But, like, it was bad. And, like, not just in the States, but all over the world, you know? But apparently Spanish flu, like... A lot more lives were lost. I mean, this isn't over yet, technically, but... Um, yeah, but we're also just Hopefully, Hopefully, it doesn't reach Spanish flu numbers, but... Yeah, praying for everyone who's, who was affected by it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know a few... And we both know a few people who got hit, and they got hit hard. Like, they were actually mm-hmm. really uh, affected by it. But, yeah. So, you got here um, traveling from... So, oh yeah, I had to book your flight. Yeah, you did. Well, you had a flight, and that that got canceled, and it wasn't even COVID-related. No. I was 100% sure it was COVID-related. Nope, snowstorm in Denver. Denver, yeah. Where my connecting was. There's a bad snowstorm in Denver right now. Well, it's probably over now, but it was was bad enough that they canceled both of your flights. Yeah, I got... Yeah, I got very. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got very lucky that you had the time to rebook that for me. I had a, I was working thirteen hours that day between my two jobs. You're such an athlete. So much, it's my blood. I can't rest. I <laughs> know we work, we work till we drop. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you were working super hard, and then um, you had no time to rebook. No, no. I was just... like, I got you, bro. And then I like got on the phone. You know, I was on hold with United for I, two hours. Yeah, I was going to say. And I was so glad that I stayed on hold because that was the only way I could get a flight. That really? Needed. Yeah. Because I was trying to do it online. Like, and it I tried to look online and I couldn't find it. Like, yeah, because they were all like, like, there are no flights available. Or it was like, yeah, just 
go to California from Maryland in, for 11 hours. Yeah. So you were trying to get in here Saturday, right? And then Sun, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. And then they were telling me online the next flight available from Baltimore was like Tuesday. Mm-mm. I was like, considering that your return flight wasn't changed, I was like, no, she's not going to like lose two days for nothing. So I, I, I finally got connected. Anyway, they, I like haggled with them. She was trying to tell me the same thing. I was like, no, find me a flight. There are other airports around here. We're going to get her here tomorrow. And then she's like, oh, if she goes through Chicago, Chicago, like Chicago was okay to go through, which is always snow. Yeah. <laughs> so Chicago was your savior. So you oh, went to fuck. Chicago and then you went to SF and then Shada and, and uh, Megar and then came. I literally like went to Chicago airport Chicago hair like for almost every single flight and I've never actually gone out yeah in Chicago like actually I know I'm in the Baha'i conference but that's about it <laughs> Chicago is my favorite city did you know really yeah. no I didn't know that there's many reasons there's more shallow reasons like Chicago Bulls but then there's like <laughs> <laughs> right that's that was my first basketball team I like since Iran even, because that's when Jordan was oh yeah you saw the hat I had the hat yeah and then I went to the Chicago conference, and then instead of going to the sessions, I took the train and I went to the United Center to like take pictures in front of Michael Jordan's statue. <laughs> I was such a loser. I was like by myself, and I was trying to block him, like because his his statue is like he's doing that like his infamous song. I'm like trying to block him. But anyway, we were talking about Chicago. Um, I'm gonna go there again. I also want to go to Atlanta. You like Atlanta? You said? I said I want to go to Atlanta. You haven't been, huh? No. Yeah, I haven't. I've been to Atlanta again just through the airport. Mm-hmm. I've learned about the because I've taken so many flights across country. I've learned, and I've taken so many different airlines. I'm learning where all their headquarters are. <laughs> like Delta is in Atlanta. American is Dallas, and then uh, I think Southwest and United and Denver. I'm not sure. Anyway. So, any uh, anything stick out to you over here that's like, whoa, that's different. It's not like that enough. You guys are so much better about vaccines. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, we're all vaccinated. <laughs> Maryland is like healthcare workers are still fighting over <laughs> vaccines. Yeah. Nice. You know anyone there that's vaccinated? Mm-hmm. So wait, are people there like it's like how are they about it? They just they don't care. Um, I wouldn't say they don't care. A lot of people there, like I feel like people are like oh hesitant, like oh I wonder how I'm gonna feel. Let me get it and see. Mm. Everyone over there is kind of like oh I don't know how I'm gonna feel, so I'm not gonna get it. Is there a lot of conspiracy theorists over there? There's just a lot of. I feel like, I'm not thinking necessarily conspiracy theory. I think it's a lot of just, people aren't sure yeah. about it. Yeah. But, I mean. I mean, but people are, people are, are like, I don't I don't know if people are sure here either, but we just, I just look. You at just them. know it's for the good of people yeah. and you do it. I got it. I got the vaccine because I just knew it. it said it's like 90% effective or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, that's good enough for me. Like that ten percent though, like I don't know what what that means, right? Seriously. Yeah. Like, but I feel like people there are more scared. Like I don't think they're thinking like, oh, this if effective will, you know, be effective. I feel like they're like, oh, in case of the one percent chance, chance, chance of having anaphylactic shock, I'm not gonna get it. Oh, like, so like they read that probably like probably like that. So they read, oh, someone got the vaccine and fainted, and then they're like, don't get it. Yeah, but someone got COVID and died. Correct. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah, they're too just, scared. It makes no sense. I don't know. Yeah. And the thing that's most annoying is like you could literally have the same reaction to a flu vaccine. Yeah. A lot of people don't want the flu. They vaccine. okay, like they maybe start on anti-vaccine people. True, yeah. Right? I know people here that don't want the flu vaccine, but. I mean, I see, I see, like the, I see why they think that way. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, my, for me, some years, I, I'll be honest. Some years, I haven't gotten the flu vaccine. Well, I mean, that's fine as long as you're not like, oh, no vaccines. Yeah, I'm not like religious about. I'm not religious about anything. Like, yeah. I'm always open to being wrong, and yeah. I think that's okay. Like, it's okay to live 
right. knowing that you don't know. <laughs> like, but you just go with the percentages. I, I, I always go with like, what's the statistics on it, right? Right. And I never get cute and I'm like, no, that's what they want you to think. I don't do that. I, that's I, the most annoying thing. I know. A lot of people like just want to like... Be make, woke. Yeah, make it like, oh, no, man. No, the government doesn't want you to... Right? That's a lot. A lot of people do that. A lot, a lot of people, people think like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going around. It's just it gets it gets pretty intense when when that's like when everything can be like like, I feel like life is so unsettling that way. Right? You just never I feel like there's you no never peace. just be chill. Yeah. You never like enjoy life because you're always like no man, this is this is a sign or of this or it's yeah. in our food. Like <laughs> No, it's true. Um God, but COVID more people you say are, are are about it here with the vaccine. I think so. Yeah. Like I don't think anyone well, I mean obviously other than like healthcare workers and stuff, I feel like no one understands like general like herd immunity. They're like, Oh, I'm not gonna get it because I'm not gonna be exposed to it. Like that's first of all, you don't know. Second of all it's not how that works. Wow, this is literally going to kill me. Oh my god. <laughs> this is coming for me. We have a lot of that in this house, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's just, it's silly though, right? Like, um, where people get their information to, it matters. Telegram group chats. Huh? Group chats. WhatsApp's and group chats. No, that, well, that's like, but what I mean, like, when you, when people are doing their research, Mm-hmm. And like, um, our cat is out there trying to come in. That cat is so funny. You can let him in. <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he used to be strictly an indoor cat, and then um, he basically started peeing everywhere mm. because he doesn't like sharing the litter with the other cats because he's booty like that. So. Now he goes then out. Then we forced him to go outside, and now he, like... Can't make up his home, mind. Like, then he goes outside. I think he's got a girlfriend now. Like, the street girl. Mm, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, people, like... People, where they get their info from, like, I think that that's, like, half the issue right now. Yeah. With the, with the country and, I guess, the world, but... Our experience is mostly here in the States, because the, the States alone are so polarizing right? yeah and it's cool to like have you here from maryland because you can give that perspective like such a small state um and then like comparing that to california like the with the vaccine alone like we can go on for hours just about that but like with all these issues going on right like this whole last year and a half everything from like the stuff with police brutality that that took storm, and now you you going to school over there and and seeing your uh, classmates and, and having many friends in school there. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself like like what's the vibe like when things happen like George Floyd when mm-hmm. that happened like what was the climate around where you were. It's definitely very torn because we also ha- we have our big cities yeah. in Maryland. We have like Baltimore City mm-hmm. and then Columbia. Yeah. So you have like like lower income areas that we're speaking up, and then you also way. have like protesting uh-huh. and trying to like spread awareness and all that kind of stuff. Then you also have the low income Western Howard County folk and like the country people who are like just. I don't know why it's so hard to acknowledge, you know, like that just as a simple sentence, like Black Lives Matter. They're so anti against that. And then you have like the higher income ones equally that are like, yeah, we should try to help. And then you also have the higher income people. It's just so different. So you had a little bit of everything, both ways. Everything in this from similar classes. Yeah. It's so torn. And that's, that's, I think that's like, that part is is the saddest because you have an opportunity to empathize with with the people that are going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. And we're so close to the capital too. 
Yeah. Like we're so close to DC that you have pe- people that are, you know, making that long trip out there mm-hmm. to support Black Lives Matter. Then you also have people that are literally traveling across the state to go for the Trump rally. Like, yeah, it's so crazy. What's people the- from my high school actually got. Like, we're found breaking into the Capitol building, and he got arrested from my high school, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, the insurrection stuff? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, like, currently undergoing investigation for it. Because he broke it, yeah. That's, man. Yeah, he's playing on the football team. Man. So that was fun. That just shows you, though, like, like from from afar, like, watching that from Mm -hmm. here, I was like... What's going on? Like yeah. I was just watching that. I'm Same like, what thing. What the hell is happening? Like this was. It's almost like I started. Like I don't know if you had this, but did you have like a this like worry that that was going to happen? Like I had a worry. Like, well, the way the former president was just like encouraging. Yeah. I was like, shit! Something crazy is about to happen here. Especially with like him saying, like, if they're not gonna. You know, if they're going to throw out all of our challenges and all, right. like, challenging the vote counts and all this. But apparently that's not inciting a riot, right? According to right. his impeachment, but whatever. But yeah, and, but it's just it's just crazy to me that, like, I was watching that from, like, 3,000 miles away. You know, it's funny is that I remember when, you know, the looting and all that was happening. Yeah. Super, like, Trump people were like, if it was our side, that would never happen. <laughs> and then a couple months later, here we are. It's, yeah, it's... Um, I'm glad we're past that sure. phase, though. There's a, there's a lot of double standards. And by no means, um, I don't think you even... I, I don't say... I don't think that, like, if people who voted for Trump... I'm not saying that they were all... Like either on that side Correct. of the direction. Agreed. Like there are a lot of Trump people who voted for Trump who were disgusted at what happened. Yeah. Agreed. So that that percentage of people that I guess yeah. I don't know how many thousands they were. Just as a background though, like my the place where my parents live is very like racist and that so when I refer to people I'm talking about the worst of the worst, like yeah. my high school was vandalized with like anti Semitic and wow racist stuff they all four got arrested too i tutored the kids so that area specifically is one there's a very small population of where my parents live that yeah are like that but those are the ones i'm referencing because they're always so vocal about it too yeah well they they don't that's that's crazy right because over here you you don't see that that much yeah but that's why i wanted to talk about that because the experience is important like knowing Knowing what you see there, mm-hmm. um, and what's unfortunately considered like almost normal behavior, yeah, versus here, like, and these are the div- divides that need to be bridged because ninety percent, like a big percentage of why we have these issues, is lack of understanding. Right, we're not understanding each other, right? It's easy to just say, "Oh, you racist piece of shit." Like that's yeah. easy to say that, right? Yeah. But you gotta understand what, where where is this person's frame of reference? Where right. where is this person like getting his information or her information? Yeah, we talked about this earlier, but there's like a very clear divide between people who are uneducated and then people who have like the complete opposite, like experienced and red and all that kind of stuff, yeah. who still end up like at the same conclusion. Yeah, so, so it's is it it's so, so education wide. alone isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, education alone is not enough. There's got to be my thing for this, and I talked about this in a previous episode. Empathy. I right. feel like empathy is lacking, big time. Yeah. And 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 both sides, both the views are at fault to right. me because, um, regardless of what side you're on, you have to be. Uh, open enough to listen to that side and understand at least where they're coming from. We're not asking, I'm not saying you need to agree. Mm-hmm. You just need to understand, okay, well, this guy went through A, B, C, D, and E, and that shaped his views, right? Now, whether that's warranted or not, that's a different discussion. Right. But at least understand that and then say, okay, well, this other person who's thinking the other way is went through this opposite experience. Yeah, no one's, like, life experiences should be minimized at that. Exactly. And then on top of that, though, like, the main point, I think, is 
the ex- the experiences um, that shape your views, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be the only factor to shape your views. Yeah. I think that's hard to do, right? It's hard it's to a balance. Everything in life is a balance. Yeah, life is about, but like always thinking, okay, well, listen, I, I, my, like, instinctual uh, reaction can be this or that, right? But thinking about, like, wait a minute, let me think beyond that. That's just my experience, but there's how many people in this country, right? There's so many people in this country, each having their own experience, right? So just being like, okay, well, let me be a little more humble and at least just listen to see, like, why why is this person thinking that way? Instead of me saying, like, fuck that guy, let me say, why, why are you thinking that way, right? I don't want to just say, judge your opinions, because that's what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what's happening. We, we judge people's, just they say, I voted for Trump. Oh, you suck. Mm-hmm. Or... or even Biden supporters, right? People, people on the other side are like, "Oh, Biden is is crap." You guys are, you know, like it's easy to do that, right? Right. That's the thing. People want it's easy to judge. It's easy to jump the gun and just uh, be insulting to the other side. But anyway, that extreme example of this was the people that eventually stormed the Capitol. Right. But. Um, that is not, I don't believe at least, that that makes up the entire country's... Like, I don't think so either. I mean, that was such a small percentage. Yeah. I mean, that didn't even hit 80,000, 90,000 people. Probably way less than that. Right? Mm-hmm. But my... And, you know, we got... Uh, how many millions of people in this country, right? 370, 360 million? So, everyone that didn't show up to that, like... It, like completely outnumbers and outweighs that small sad like yeah. event that, that was just you know unfortunate. It didn't need to happen. It could have easily been avoided. Um, the president had to be more responsible. Um, but I think one thing it did do though is it it helped. No matter where you live, it it made everyone watch and learn. Like we all learned like. Anybody who wants to be just a good human being was like, okay, I don't. It doesn't matter what side I'm on. Like, it should never get to that because that's not democracy anymore, right? That's that's borderline like dictatorship. I wonder how all everything we've experienced this past year and the past couple of years is gonna go down the history. How they're gonna write about it in yeah. textbooks? Well, I mean, I remember 9/11, and when it happened, I was you know I was like in class and I saw that. And I never thought, like, and my teachers would tell me, like, what you guys are watching will be talked about, mm-hmm. like, in all the history books for this country. And at that time, I didn't understand how much that meant, right? Because back then, like, the Kennedy assassination or, or mm-hmm. MLK assassination mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was, like, history. Right. That's what I thought as history. And then I walk into class, literally, and the second plane hit the Twin Towers, and I'm like what's as a kid you're just like you're trying to look at your friends you're like what's going on and then they send you home and then you're and you you know my dad was working across the pentagon when he was yeah he saw the plane (gasps) he saw the plane dude like when and he comes home that day but anyway like not to get off track but the point is that history like you can miss it yeah if you don't pay attention so, unfortunately, these are examples of dark moments in history. Of course, I'd like us to focus on the more positive stuff, too. Right? But we're just going through it right now in America. Um, and, you know, it, it seems that in Maryland, you're saying that it's kind of polarizing in the state. There's both sides. Definitely. I mean, I feel like that's everywhere in the country right now. But It is. No, but some yeah. states, I feel, are they weigh heavily on one side or the other. Yeah, that's true. Do you think Maryland is more even, or is it... I think Maryland's torn right down the middle. Right down the middle, yeah. And you're in college now, over there. Well, you finished, you finished your uh, major, yeah. uh, as you mentioned earlier. Exciting. And then... Uh, I'm a COVID grad. COVID grad, that's right. 
See, that's something I can't say. It's okay. I don't need to say I that. Boring 2012. Yeah. Boring 2012. That's when the world was supposed to end. Oh, boring. yeah, 2012. They made a movie about that. Yeah. Wasn't that the Mayan, like, end of the Mayan calendar? Yeah. Yeah. Someone on Twitter was just like, hey, Mayans, if you meant 2020, said 2012, just say that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Anytime there's some catastrophic things happen. Um, well, you're, you're going to grad school. Yeah, so I just finished undergrad, and then I'm starting a master's program at University of Maryland, and I'm so excited. Your favorite school you to go to? Yeah. You wanted to get to that? And I before did. you came here, you messaged me saying, I got into that school I wanted to. Yeah, I was stuck between two choices, and I was mentally choosing between one school I got into and one I haven't heard back yet from, so <laughs> it's a good thing it worked out in uh, my favor. I mean, the timing was perfect, because you yeah, didn't have to worry about it being here. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So that's good. Congrats. Number two in that field. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what it is? Yeah. So um, I'm going to be going into a nursing program for people who have um, degrees in other fields. So there's like a lot of people coming from like working in their field for however long. It's so not people straight out of school like normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to be working with like English majors, some people that do like probably anything really any as long as you have a degree in some field you can work which i think is a good program because you have so many different like backgrounds coming in that's true it gets more diverse you learn yeah about different views too yeah because like regular bachelors for when you go in everybody studies the same classes yeah have the same academic background a lot of them have the same like activities that they did so it's cool to be a part of something more diverse that's exciting and that's rare too it's the same school, right? The, same school, yeah. yeah. So there's the masters, the MSN masters of science and nursing, and the BSNs, wow. the bachelors. So yeah, but I'm saying yeah, you got your uh, you got your bachelors there, and now you're gonna get your no, I went to UMBC, UMBC, and Baltimore is, County. This is just University of Maryland. Oh, okay. located in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. Uh, there's a lot of colleges around there, though. So there's a, well, I was gonna go to Maryland before I moved into all three, and then. I just went to UC Davis instead, but I'm proud of it. UC Davis, Aggies. Um, but, um, but dude, that's so cool. Like, uh, there's a lot of, in our family, that we have, like, a lot of medical people. Me too. Like, you know, Sufia is one. I shadowed one of them, which helped me make my choice of what I wanted to that's do. That's true. That's true. But then we have yeah. the, the entrepreneurs, like myself and... And Erfan and and then uh, Megan, your sister, yeah. and that's cool too, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like both sides require a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of hard work and then also smart work just to build the businesses. We we've all we've all learned it, it takes a lot of learning from mistakes and mm-hmm. trials and tribulations. But um, I'm really proud of you. Thank I can't you. believe you're going to be in a graduate program and you were not even born at Tiger's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like in short 23 years. Yeah, it was. It's crazy. So uh, how does that, like nursing and all that, how did you make that decision finally? Because you were, you were kind of figuring out medical school. Yeah, I wanted to do medical school for a while. Almost, actually, I wanted to do medical school up until my junior year in college. Yeah. And then, I don't remember. Oh, you know what it was? It was Organic Chem 2, where I was just like, I don't like this. Because in general, I enjoy learning. Like, I love going to school. Yeah. I like reading for fun. I just like learning stuff. Yeah. And it got to the point where all my, like, prerequisite classes for medical school, where I was just not enjoying anything. And when I wasn't enjoying them, I didn't learn anymore. Yeah. So I just decided to change. I took an anatomy class, and I started looking at careers that... We're still in the medical field because I've always liked healthcare and, you know, the cliche, I always want to help people story. But, um, yeah, so I started looking into it and I found the nursing anesthesia one, which Payam and Puya spoke really highly yeah. of. And hopefully, I decided. And that's what you're going to do. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see if I can. You will. Yeah, I have, a, I have a big gap in between yeah. school to work, so that'll be fun. That's all right. Five years. It's a long, long time. Yeah, that's like the minimum time requirement you have to work before reapplying to the anesthesia program. 
Wow. Is that, that's a lot. That's a long time. Yeah. Five years when you go to school. How long is the program? Three years when you go back in. Wow. Well, mine's two years, and I have to work for five, and then go back in for three. So all in all, it's what, nine, ten years? Yeah, more. Yeah. That's almost like becoming a doctor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well... Yeah, uh, I don't mind it though. But exactly, right? Classes. If you're if you you done your soul searching on that and you figured out that's what you want to do, yeah, um, you're gonna do it and it's gonna be fine. Then you have great examples and role models on that side to, mm -hmm. to push you through it. Man, I remember time with Buya, man. I like straight out of high school, they went right. They got into their universities and then. I basically never saw them because they yeah. were always studying for 12 years. And then, boom, right into like residency. Well, that was, residency was like the latter Included, part. Included, yeah. And now they're all uh, doctors and anesthesiologists, and they're doing great jobs. Yeah, they I got to have them on here, right? Yeah, you definitely should. Yeah. The stories that, oh my God, one time when I was shadowing Payam. I was like in the operating room with them and this dude was like awake during his open no. brain surgery, oh, I swear. Oh, so God. cool. Wait, he was okay. just I wanna know but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It was so cool. Okay, tell me, tell me. I can take this stuff. That's basically it. He was just awake and like talking and they were like poking around his brain. I'm like, how am I seeing your brain and your face talking at the same time? It's crazy. Heard of this, I've heard that Brain surgery, like when they do operate on the brain, like you're not always. Yeah, you're just awake. But he doesn't feel it. No, local anesthesia is amazing. That's crazy. Isn't that a whole chunk? Of, like, I was really, it was so crazy. So, how long, like, you watched that entire procedure? Yeah. How long what, did it take? Hours. That one was like. The doctors he was working with were cool, though. They would, like, let me walk around and see things. So I would, like, pop into one operating room, pop into another one to see something else. Wow. Did you see, like, did, have you seen, have you, like, warmed up, like, to something else before going right into, like, seeing a brain surgery? Like, there or in general? In like, general. Well, I, I worked at a lab. I worked at a, I worked at a cadaver lab okay. for, like... I was just thinking, like, you go from zero to 100 like that. That's yeah, no, the first time I saw, like, a limb detached from a body was on a, a Tommy John. That's a, yeah, 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 yeah. That surgery for... I just know that from baseball. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So that surgery, I was watching that surgery, and, like, the arm was just, like, laying on the table, completely disconnected. It was a little weird. Like, my toes felt a little numb at first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Because, like, you touch the right thing and the fingers start moving. It's really crazy. I have a video on my phone if you want to see it later. Uh, yeah, maybe. I forgot uh, you're squeamish. I'm very squeamish. I forgot. So is your dad. Yeah, he literally... That's what's interesting. It's like a paper cut. He's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Face. It's crazy, man. Some of us, like, Pega is like you, right? Yeah. She can, she can watch straight up, like, heart surgery or, like, a gunshot, like, being... Um, in, like, a guy's arm is tearing off, and you just watch that. That was a dog. Pepe? <laughs> Pepe, are you bored with this podcast? What happened, baby? Yeah, he, uh, his yawns are quite rough. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can only handle so much of it. Yeah, I don't mind. Oh, God, one time? I have so many cadaver stories. Okay, tell us. <laughs> I'm sure the audience, there's some people who are really into this stuff. Yeah, you can let them out. It's a zoo in here, guys. We have to always do different animals. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah like, yeah, tell us this cadaver story. What is this one? So we kept them in, like, freezers, okay? What's them? <laughs> the limb. What limb? Like, it depends if we have, like, oh, an I, ankle, I was, a knee. I talking about a specific thing. Well, we have freezers that we, like, had to organize them. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, put all the feet together, put all the arms together. Jesus. It's really gross. That's not that bad. I can see that. I, I feel like I could handle that. One morning, I went in there, like, super early to try to get everything ready for the surgeons. Okay, so the company I worked for was a, um orthopedic, like, yeah, like the spark. plates and screws that they put, like we sold those. So we would have doctors and surgeons come in and we would demo the product. So I learned to do a bunch of cool, I did like ACL reconstructions. 
I learned how to do meniscus repairs and a bunch of stuff. Okay. So through that, I would have to prep the limbs first. Yeah. Try to take them out of the packaging and like cut them out and let them fall. It's like pretty nasty. But the one time I like went in there super early. The doctor had to be in at like seven, so I was in there at like five thirty a.m. Trying to get it all together. I was so tired. I like opened the freezer and I actually screamed so loud because the do- like the doctor from the time before took the hand out. And then he's like, oh, wait, I didn't want the hand. So he put it back. And, like, I opened the freezer door, and it's just, like, this. Oh, God. Like, reaching out. It was so scary. Like Adam's family stuff? Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. Yeah, our dog is being a troll right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, like, the perfect definition of ugly. Yeah, he is. Yeah, perfect. And now Rocky won't show up. It's just, like, a constant trade-off here. Um, yeah. yeah, that that sounds kind of gnarly that you'd be like at 530. Did you literally scream? Yeah, no, I screamed actually. Did, did, did anyone like come in? No, I was like the only one there. There's one person <laughs> downstairs in the kitchen. With, I just They probably knew what was happening up there in the lab. But, I, uh, I don't know. I, like hats off to you guys because I can't do that. Like, like I said, my sister Pega, you know, she's into that. Um, no Dr. Pimple Popper for you? Uh, I can handle that to a degree. You're so loud. What I love about Pepe is he doesn't give a damn what we're doing. Yeah, he's just... He's like, no, I want to play. I don't care that it's midnight. I want to play. <laughs> um, no, that's cool, though. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I know you love that field and you're like actually genuinely like I'm excited to learn relevant stuff relevant to like practical yeah, science yeah, yeah. I'm so tired of learning about atoms and molecules oh yeah because I mean like it's very important right. to know right. you know why not to mix these drugs together yeah. but I just want to know don't mix this drug with that drug yeah. period um, it's good back um, when you were shadowing did you see like did you ever go to like ICU we had, I saw this patient who, she came in for, like, one of her heart valves to be repaired, and Payam was working on, he was an anesthesiologist on that one, and then, like, then she crashed. Oh, my God. And they found and that, yeah, I was, like, in the room. It was weird. You know, so you have to, like, just back up and yeah. let the doctors work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she started crashing. She so, not Yeah. Wow. And then she came back. And then they're like, oh, we have to, like, replace another heart. Or another another valve. And she previously had another valve replaced. Just from, like, heavy drug use. Just her valves were trash. So then, basically, by the end of that surgery, I don't even know how long it ended up being. Like, Pam was in there for so long. Just checking. And, like, normally he comes in, checks, and leaves. And then, basically, people of my job in the future would be waiting. Um... The whole time he would come in and go, come in and go. But this one he was just like there the whole time. And then by the end of it, she had three out of four heart valves replaced. Damn. How, how did you feel when, like, the initial flatline? Like, were you like, like, did you know what's happening right away? No, I mean, I could tell just by, like, listening to what they were saying, kind of putting pieces together. But he, like, explained everything later. It was kind of, it's, it's scary, but. Yeah. But then, I mean, like, you, in the moment, you just. You deal with it. Yeah. I mean, I am dealt with it. Yeah. I feel like that's an important skill to have. Just, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's like You're being able to work <laughs> under pressure. Yeah, this eye is like done. <laughs> like done. It's closing. Like You literally see open heart surgery, but you can't handle cats. <laughs> yeah, cats will be the death of me. I don't know why. <laughs> that's crazy, though. Um, yeah, you're right. There, it takes like a certain level of just just stop you have to like slow the world down around you yeah that's a crazy skill that's something i can't i'm I'm not built that way i don't know i was just built to make music (laughs) or or just like do podcasts but um yeah it's it's admirable though yeah it definitely is it's admirable and, and i like it's a cool feeling knowing that like some of my closest friends and then obviously my cousins are like in that. Mm-hmm. My own sister, she can do it. Like if she, um, you know, she has two kids now, and, mm-hmm. um, I try to push her to pursue it. At least like a, 
like a nurse practitioner type of deal, yeah. you know, or something that's um, not as long of a program. She can totally yeah. get into that. But uh, it's funny. Like I've always struggled with anxiety problems, mm -hmm. and you would think that like when someone with really bad anxiety gets in a situation where they have to make tough calls, that they crumble. But I don't. But I think that is why. Which is weird. Yeah. You think it's the anxiety that makes you yeah. kind of you, you guys push are through? Maybe. Actually, that does make sense. I think because Shada has it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, uh, I think like last minute calls. Yeah, I feel like the anxiety... Well, I was talking to Sabrina about this on last episode. But um, I think the fact that... It also depends on what the source of your anxiety is. Like, right. Shada is health, right? Yeah. She's a hypochondriac. Like, she mm -hmm. has, she worries, she used to worry about, and up, so think about COVID, right? Yeah. COVID, like, worked her ass. She was not well with mm -hmm. that. But when she realized that she's fine and now she's vaccinated because she's in the dental field, um, now she's like, I told her too, I was like, I feel like once you overcome this anxiety, you can handle it. Yeah. Like all the same. Um, and so far, knock on wood, she's mm -hmm. been a lot better. Um, because I've seen I've seen how it can cripple you. Like, yeah. With her and then you and then I, we have other cousins who have it. Um, what's the source of your anxiety? I'm a perfectionist mm -hmm. in the thing. So even if it's like my family life, my school if I don't perform to the level that I want to, I get very yeah. anxious. Yeah. So. So it's it's more goal oriented stuff. Yeah, it's more goal oriented. Yeah. I don't tend to like ruminate on stuff very much. Yeah. Which is good. I, I do think that's why you do you do well under those pressure situations. Like, uh, Shada did too. I mean, oh, with her dad and stuff, mm -hmm. man, she was so strong. And I was I was like. I was the weak one. Like, I was yeah. not okay. Like I, I didn't. I kind of just went in my own shell, and I wasn't even helpful. Like I. It's hard to deal with that stuff. It's hard, man. It was hard. Like she, she, she sold the house. She like dealt with paperwork, mm -hmm. like becoming power of attorney, like all these things we had no idea about in the middle of like mourning, right? Like yeah. mourning her dad's illness and eventually. Passing. Like, it was just so much she shouldered and Erfan too like her, both of them like they just shouldered so much you know it was just um, but Shada though with her anxiety I, I do and she told me this herself she said you know this is because of my anxiety I can deal with these pressure situations yeah she probably is yeah. you know calling over things a bunch yeah yeah, um, yeah so it, it's it's like a double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Prepares you in some, and then other ways messes you up. Yeah, that's right. It's a good way. I think it's good though that you know that's something like shade on ever, and like you guys are able to like look at, not think of it as like a. a handicap. Yeah, in a way. Because yeah. I feel like that the second you start to think of it as a handicap, it kind of becomes one. But before that, yeah, it's no. um, yeah, and it can be unfortunate if uh, elder generations in, that are related. Yeah, that's the thing. That way, that's the thing for sure. Yeah, and that can that can be that's more handy, handy. It's more of a handicap because yeah. it's like you're trying to get them to jump on board to not judge it or, or not compare you because mm -hmm. you know we're. We're, we're all human, and each one of us are unique, right? Mental health is a huge deal. Like, And by the way, from our grandfather down, the, the stories I've heard, the older I get, I realize they just needed the therapist, man. Yeah, but they, that's for sure. But old school thinking, you know, it just didn't come up. It didn't, that, you know, mental health and, and like psychology and all of that stuff is such a modern like it's it's becoming more and more accepted. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like in in in, in America and, and like a lot of other European countries, obviously it's like it's a common thing. But even right now, like in some third world countries, that's not 
the thing in Iran itself. I mean, I still hear comments, and I'm like, are you kidding me? You mm -hmm. I think that's kind of why I wanted to go into, like, not necessarily, well, healthcare, but one that's a little bit more personal. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're talking to people who are literally having their worst times in life. Yeah. And I think, like you mentioned earlier, empathy is a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah, empathy is a big part of it. And I almost feel like it's it's borderline laziness when we don't have empathy. Laziness or just, like, did no, like, disregard for people? It's yeah, hard. well, it's, yeah, because it's like we're not able to think outside the box. Like, I think it takes more effort. I feel yeah, like people laziness. naturally are supposed to be, like, more empathetic. See, the thing is, when the younger generations, and I'm glad we're having, uh, you're here to talk about it, um, and we can wrap this up soon because mm -hmm. we've been going for a while, but the, the, long, the, young, the younger people and, and the future, mm -hmm. I'm so optimistic about that because, yeah, for sure. because that is all they, they're focused on, right? They, they know that that's like a huge step forward and, and a huge uh, step that was missed by previous generations. You know, we're, we're studying this, uh, what's the word, retrospectively. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that, like, well, shit, <laughs> my, my parents missed that. My grandparents definitely missed that. So, like, um, one thing I'm learning is that I can always learn from older and younger. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, like, the whole stereotype, like, oh, learn from your elders. That's true. But you can also learn from learn from the kid with a pure heart that doesn't judge people. Kids are so. I learned so much from Ivan. Literally, stuff he says. But yeah. I'm just like, Dude, yeah. I babysat this kid. I don't. I don't even remember if you remember. I was babysitting this little Indian boys. No, I didn't. And we were, I was driving them to Kumon one time, and then he was like, "Miss Nassim," I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "If you ever just don't know what to do in life, just listen to your heart." I was like. Oh my god, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and that's a great spot to, to bring this thing to close. Yeah. Listen to your heart and think about others before you think about yourself, honestly. I mean, it's, it's simply, it's simple, but obviously it's not easy. Mm -hmm. um, so, I'm looking very forward to your future in the medical field. I'm excited for you. I'm proud of you. I'm a proud cousin. Thank um, you. I can't wait till you work on me because I have a bunch of issues. Oh. <laughs> God forbid we have. We're literally to. going to the school where my brain was working. Yeah, literally. Yeah. You're my ticket in. I have to make it back to you. <laughs> yeah, you use me in your interview and go <laughs> Anything you want to plug? Your handles, social media? At Nasimala. Nasimala. Oh, yeah. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't know. Everybody says it differently. Yeah. It's just how Jennifer used to call me Nasimala. Is that what it was? Yeah. Or like Nasalu. Nasalu. Is that on IG? Miss Nasimala? Yeah. Okay. On everything, actually. I'm not very creative. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You got a good name and you can use it on all platforms. Follow Nasimala on all, <laughs> on all social media. It sounds so like religious. <laughs> really? Nasimala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow Nasimala and uh, follow Fumble Podcast and Pesh the Maniac. I thought it was P Humble Podcast. Sabrina said the same thing, and it is. It's both P Humble Podcast or Fumble Podcast. I fumble like you fumble the bag. A fumble the what? Like you fumble the bag. A bag. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. No, my idea was. Never mind. It comes from fumble from football, right? But, yeah. But I, it was the idea of. PH and then the capital H I have. Oh! Yeah. You do a PH like PH. Is that because of PH? Yeah, because the lowercase p is to symbolize pledge, but then it's lowercase, so like I'm trying to be humble. But then the H of humble is capitalized. Oh, I thought you meant like PH, like the lowercase p and capital H for like PH and like a lemon. Yeah, I'm not that smart. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's three ways that you got it three yeah, ways. Yeah. You just added a third uh, <laughs> level to this Anyway, follow PH Humble or Fumble Podcast and follow Nassim on all social media platforms. Thank you. All right. We're done. Thanks very much.
together We'll purify the mind And have a good time I'll showcase your 